Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. 
Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. Another Kardashian got cheated on, Jabes. Um, you surprised? This one I am. Come on. There's no know. way you're surprised on this one. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Did he leave his wife for her? I didn't know. Was he married? He's a, he young, was, he's a young guy. He's he a looks, young guy, but... He looks older. He looks like he's Greg Oden. Like he's uh, 39 years old. But I think he's okay. only like maybe 25, 26, somewhere in there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Tristan, what is Tristan it? Tristan Thompson. Okay. Um, we'll give you we'll give you about an hour to Google that, but I just uh, can't see around. Sure, that's sure. the only problem is just I can't it's, see it's around the mic. The mic. Yeah, it's the mic's fault. You know what I mean? We got a couple um, resumes for Googler. We did Go- Googler. Yeah, we got a lot of resumes for Googler. We really did. Now like, we're hey. we're going through them. Yeah, There's yeah, we're a going of- we're going through uh, people's resumes on what their Google skills are like. And height uh, is our main requirement, right? Yeah, they have to be height. Yep. <laughs> right. Uh, here next to me. <laughs> yeah, they've got to be real small people, real <laughs> tiny little people. Is what, what they got to be. Um, yeah, you're not even gonna. I'm gonna wait for the Googler to come. You're not gonna <laughs> Google Tristan Thompson's age, because um, that would. I mean, it's just three words that you would have to type in. He got popped <laughs> on um, surveillance footage. Okay. Yeah, 27. I think he just turned 27, actually. Um, okay. He got popped on surveillance footage cheating on her, which is scary for multiple reasons, I think. Okay. If you are famous, this is like, this is like bar footage from Eye in the Sky. This isn't a cell phone of like a fan trying to take a picture. Right. This is Eye in the Sky type shit. You think you're safe. One would think. You're in an empty. Club. Club, right? By yourself with two girls. It's it's him and two girls. He's casually making out with one. All in tongue. It's uh, so. Motorboat in the other one. And. um, It was so like junior high. It was very much like you kiss. Yeah. Now you kiss. Yep. Now you go. It's like, yeah, (laughs) that's that's what happens when you probably had no like, (laughs) like real upbringing where you're like, oh, hey, that's probably you didn't get to play seven minutes in heaven or spin the bottle. You just didn't have that. Like, I I don't understand. uh, You're doing it now. There is a code of ethics that the bar owner of whatever club that is shouldn't turn in surveillance fucking video. Obviously, he got paid for, for that video, but. You've got to zoom in on that, find that guy in your security cam footage, mm-hmm. and then do that. Again, that's not a fan footage where you're just like, oh, man, he was caught, caught. on this thing. Yeah. Um, like, um, what's his name's um, Kevin Hart was like someone from outside the car zoomed in on like a cell phone. Do yes. you know what I mean? Where it's like, yep. you got to look around. Yeah, yeah, Are there yeah. there people around, yeah. you know? Because um, uh, to take it further, once he did take these girls back to the hotel... There is a shot from a paparazzi uh, taking this girl back to the hotel. So that one's allowed because it's like, hey, man, you're staying with the team. You're on LeBron's team. There's going to be paparazzi everywhere you go. So you got to know that going in. Unless something fucked up happened in their relationship that we don't know about. But the, the story that I read was that she's still having this baby that's due any day now in Cleveland. Why stay in Cleveland? If they weren't together, why would she be in Cleveland? Exactly. Um, unless exactly. they have an open relationship, which I highly doubt. Because the, the last one before him was James Harden. 
um, point guard for superstar point guard. Probably going to win the MVP this year in the NBA. And he cheated too or what? No. Uh, she broke up with him. There was no no reason, reason given. Mm-hmm. I think James Harden, though, is about being the greatest player in the world and was probably like, hey, I don't have time for the rest of the stupid shit. Yeah. Um, whereas Tristan Thompson, he starts dating her was all about the fame and the money and all of that shit. And just kind of, to, to be honest, he fell off as a basketball player. He's kind of shitty now. Um, and, and, you know, I, that happens. It happened with that Humphreys guy. You know, yes. when he was married to Kim. Yes. And then they got divorced and he magically became a better player again. Right. I think James Harden was just like, I don't want to deal with this fucking bullshit. Like, uh, cool. I'm, I'm out. I just want to be the greatest in the world, which he is. He's going to win the MVP this year. Um, the guy before that was Lamar Odom. Right, man. They haven't met a black superstar dick that they that didn't they like. Didn't yeah. want to hop on top. Boy, superstar NBA player. And Lamar Odom was great, great player. Yeah. They start dating down the shitter, and then he ends up on drugs, out of the league, uh, found so uh, ODing in a crack was... house and in a, in a whorehouse. Um, I don't know. There's no other explanation as to why a player that great fell off the ledge. Well, you meet his dad in the in the Kardashians. You, you do meet his weird dad that like. But he's always had. The, in in, in yeah, yeah, fairness, yeah. he's always had that weird dad for the first ten years of his NBA career. That never sure. changed. So what what you have to look at underlying factors that changed. The only one you can look at it was Chloe. That's it. Um, Kim's been married what three times now? Yes. Uh, Officially, Kanye. Right. Uh, that's a fucking meltdown. The other one, uh, the who's dating or married to Scott's uh, the Disnick. Oh yeah, she doesn't go. She doesn't go uh, dark. She doesn't go one. dark, but that She's that turned only, into a whole a whole box situation. of fucking crazy. So he's great, but yeah. He's hilarious. Is he a great dude? Probably no, not. No, 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 no. He's not a great dude. But, but he's gosh. hilarious. He makes that show Ugh. to me. Um, then you got Kim who's, you know, that, that's just a marriage of, I think she finally got together and just said, all right, Jay-Z and Beyonce are are the most famous couple in the world. Who do I, and I think her and Kanye are identical where it was just like, great, let's just do it for the money and fame and be the biggest, the second biggest couple in the world. Yeah. You look great. Yep. I'm awesome. Let's do that. Let's like go out to parties. Look awesome. I'll dress you. Because he's blah, been blah. in Wyoming recording a new album. They're never together. Never. Never. Never together at all. Uh, like uh, they, they took one picture at Easter and you're like, all right, great. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So then that leaves you with uh, the, the tubby one. Yeah. And that Rob. Black China. He goes the other way. Yeah. Girl wise. Ha- so like he Black China. Has a kid. Um, you know, she's got sex tapes. The girl from last night dropped a sex tape online with Tristan Thompson and then deleted it. The footage was grainy and then she deleted it and was just like, I've got something. So obviously this is a, a big cash play for her. So he'll and this probably is gonna get play worse. that angle. Yeah. This is going to get worse they as this keeps going. No, cause you just... can't get drugged in the NBA cause they'll get drug tested. So they can't, okay. he can't even say that. Cause I was thinking about that too. Of like, right, all right, cool. Like, Maybe. They obviously like totally trapped him. I guess you kiss. Yeah. Now you now kiss. you kiss. Now, <laughs> now you, you two kiss. kiss. Now you and me kiss. Jesus. Yeah, I mean Get the whole thing the seems suspect, and they did. They got him in the room. I know, but like, let's just... and they got him out there. 
But uh, now she's going to have a kid. Probably, you know, this dude's not going to be around. What, I, I, what the fuck? You would figure after, what, three NBA players? She'd, she'd understand, like, hey, um, they're in a different city every single Maybe night of the year. Maybe she does understand. Maybe she is like, we'll find listen, out. listen, I know the deal. Here's what. Just don't, like, don't let it get on camera. Don't be shady. Don't be whatever. Like, I it's know impossible. what happens, but. You're too famous. And we talked, famous. I talked to Matt about this on Drinking Bros a little bit, uh, just a tad last night, where it was just like, hey, man, like, any level of fame now, like, you're kind of fucked from going out and cheating in public. Like, she's not going to get away with Did it. Did you guys talk about that? Yeah. Is that a down, big downfall for you? No, but, but <laughs> you never wonder. You always wonder who's going to trap you and or why. Where it was just like somebody posted a picture the other day of, of Matt and an ex-girlfriend right. from a long time ago. And it was just like, uh, probably in poor taste now. Like, right. why? Why? Mm-hmm. Why did you do that? Um, yeah. Now, imagine if you got caught out and, and you know, you're on camera or something like too many, people are just too many cell phone pictures. That, that guy last night, he appeared to be in like a private Tristan Thompson appeared to be in a private VIP area. At no point was he thinking, great, there's no, there's, there's people are going to come take a picture of me because they can't get back here. Right. At no point was he thinking, eh, that's security cam footage. The, the owner of that club's probably going to release it to the world and sell it. They're definitely allowed to, but on their property. Are you allowed to? On your property. But if I, I was Tristan can. Thompson, I would go back and say, hey, man, this fucking club trapped me. I would yeah. throw that club under the bus. I'd throw the owner under the yeah. bus. And I'd tell everybody... All my NBA buddies, LeBron and his powerhouse team that he rolls with, fucking nicks this club off off the map in New York City. And if you're done in New York City, like if your club becomes uncool, it is a rapid decline. You right. are fucked. I mean, having living there a couple of times, you're lucky at the lifespan of those clubs. You're lucky to get man, maybe four years of like hot. Oh, sure, this sure, place sure. is dope before you have to sell it, rename it, flip it. Redo the inside a little bit and then name it something else. Yeah. Clubs very quickly lose their sheen. Gone in like New York. It very, yeah. it very quickly is like dirt, dirt, the carpet dirties, the oh, shininess oh, oh, kind oh, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That weird modern thing you were going for like out. So if I, if I were him and this goes south, I'd come out and say, fuck this club, fuck the owners, okay. get everybody on board. And then, uh, and then you could nuke that club and that would be it. Hopefully homeboy. Who, who owns the club made enough money off that tape that will sustain this club going down the shitter. Um, right. Because because they I, I can definitely come after you. You don't have privacy in these places. Why go? That's the allure for most celebrities. When you go to these places, VIP means VIP of right. like, hey, I, yeah. I want to be by myself. I want to be secluded. I want to order shit. It's expensive as fuck anyways. I want to yeah. be by myself and not be bothered. Now you got to worry about security camera footage. Shit. You know what I would be worried about? Not people catching me cheating. Weirdly, I don't worry about that. I know you and Matt do, but um not that. Just joking. Not at I'm all, joking, but I'm, I'm joking, I'm you joking. know. But um I worry like, you know how you sometimes tell people, guys don't really do this, but girls will be like, "Oh, I can't come. I have to I'm sick. My kid's sick or whatever." Right. Like my fear would be like getting caught out like doing stuff and not being sick when you like said that you were. Like sure. Your white lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would be. They're like, oh, she said she was sick, sick at home, and yeah. I see her here at another kid's birthday party. Right. And she right, canceled right. on mine. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I and I. And get that's it. a little bit about me. 
Yeah, that's a lot. It's a, a lot of bit about you. Yeah, a lot of it about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got a master shirt on. Today. I do. Look at that. Look at that. You got this for me. I did. Yeah, that story was so long and windy. I felt like I was there. It was amazing, wasn't it? <laughs> I amazing. felt like I was every at- single last inch of the masters. I want to. You it know why? It was like hearing about someone's dream, to be honest, because a lot of people don't. For me, like, I've never even, I didn't even know what you were, I can't even fathom it. So it was sure. literally like somebody telling me, like, I had this crazy dream last night. Totally. Which is why, so we got. <laughs> so I think a lot of people are like, I don't even know. how. reason why I did. So when I posted the picture of me and my father, um, I got flooded with. I'm, yeah. That was one of the biggest posts I've ever had. And uh, I get flooded with messages of. You're going to tell us what it's like on the show, right? Like, I got to know what it's like. How can you really explain it? You were saying that, but well, like, how can you really t- transport? It's, it's, you can't, but if you lay it out for people enough where you're like, all right, great, I want to go. Uh, me, me, go. me personally, and, and this uh, again, maybe it was a long story, but, but for me personally, when people talk about things and they're excited about things, it makes me want to go in person and see them. Cause right now, there's places that I'm not sure that I want to go. Still. And I've heard about it. Like uh, Australia was one of them. My mom had called and I was talking to her and she was like, oh, I'd like to travel later on in life. And I was like, they, they've traveled a lot. Right. And I was like, where else do you want to go that you haven't been? Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to go to Australia. And I was like, well, the stories I've heard from Australia are mixed from people where it's super hot, a lot of bugs. You got to go the right time of year. The flight's 24 hours. Right. And they were describing their entire trip to me. And I was like, eh, I, a buddy told me his Australian story. Right. Mm-hmm. And afterwards I was like, fuck, it was a long story, but I was you like, do I really want to go to Australia? I, I don't, you can flip a coin for me on Australia after hearing that story. He's back again now this week in Australia. And, uh, He's he's very mixed on. He's like his girlfriend is local there. She's she's a she's from Australia, but they know all the local places and all that Mm -hmm. shit. The right time, the Mm -hmm. the where to go and and why. It's not top of my list for sure. Right, right. But it was before I heard this story. So with the master story, my my point to it was it should like if you're a sports fan or if this is your your father is or or brother or whatever it is, and you're thinking about maybe doing it, I, I hope that I gave you enough info to say, I Hey, definitely wanted, do it. I even wanted to go to the masters. Oh yeah. I, it, it's amazing because and, all those other things, like I would love to just walk through a gate and have it be like, Oh, oh yeah. 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 And yeah. then have like a cheap sandwich and a cheap beer yep. and like walk around. And, um, I'm just, you know me, I'm just a sucker for any tradition or nostalgic. Like everyone there, it's like a nostalgic overload, right? Because you're yeah. just like, I remember seeing it on TV. My dad wants to go. Like it's all about yeah, yeah, yeah. And nostalgic I got a, land. I got an unbelievably nice text message from my dad last night, late, like 10, 30, 11 o'clock last night. And he was just like, I sincerely can't thank you enough for taking me. I, I Like that place was a dream. I, I Never thought that I would get to do something like that in my life, and it, 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 it was amazing, and uh, it really was. So, to anybody out there who can figure out a way to go or, or trying or whatever, like it, it really was worth it after all these years um, of, of living there and not being able to go. So, yeah, that's why. Uh, super stoked. I was like about try, it. trying to give you shit, but it's actually like 
Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Either, it made me want to go. Way. I like to I like to bust your balls, you know. Yeah, either way. But, but the, it did make me want to go. But the same way with uh, like the Bahamas and things like that, where it was just like Atlantis. You got to go to Atlantis. Everybody tells you you got to go to Atlantis. Uh, if you go to the Bahamas, you got to go to was Atlantis. Was Atlantis everything you wanted it to be? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, there was some things that I wish we would have known going beforehand. Right. But uh, like that fish fry place. Fish fry place, yeah, so we could go earlier. And I would, this is, I would never say this, but it was the kind of place I wanted to bring my kid. kids. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And party and party. There's so, I like to, there's so many things for kids that I wish, yeah, there, so there's just, like, again, there's things you don't know unless you spell it out. And uh, about yeah. like a couple's vacation. But in that sense, you look around and you're like, Oh shit, like I feel bad. There's so many kids having a good time here. Right. And and you wouldn't think that from the the the, no. o- the outset of like, oh, hey, let's go party in the Bahamas and bring your children. Um yeah, but you want to there. So like that, yeah, little things like that where it's like, all right, great. Yeah. If I can help the audience, you know, figure out a fucking vacation or a trip or now there's been times where I've been disappointed when I've gone places where I was just like, uh, eh, all right. Great. Uh Los Angeles was was definitely one of them. <laughs> In this general, city well, of that's angels. not a yeah, yeah. City of angels, city right, of dreams. Right, right. You move out to Hollywood, and you're like, oh my god, it's dirty, gonna be amazing, it's dirty, dirty shit. Um, fuck. Even when I, you know, first moved there with like Venice, like it was a hell hellhole. Even I Venice now, liked Venice. Venice now was well now. Even when it was a shithole, I liked it. It, it, it. Now it's gorgeous. Houses are you know minimum two million dollars, but uh, there's so much homelessness and traffic now. Because they've built up all that area, it's like, what do you tell people now about? Like, hey, maybe move somewhere else. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but uh, that was definitely one that I was disappointed with. Where I was just like, eh, I could have, take it or leave it on that one. Right. It was there for work. Um, New York is one that I can't say enough great things about over and over again. Oh yeah, um, never disappoints ever. For me, I've, I've never had a bad, knock on wood, a uh, bad New York trip where I haven't had great food in a, in a great time or gone to a, a, like an awesome bar or a brunch or something that's, that's amazing. Um, I've had bad business meetings there. I'm sure. But uh, I've had a lot of those. But that, that, Palm that, Springs was a little bit disappointing for me. Palm I think Springs I went, is hot. I went at the wrong time and I want to just like... Ugh, gay Palm party. I just hot. want a gay party time. Yeah, yeah. And I think I went at the wrong time. It was very like very just old people and like quiet yeah. and, and like, hot. Hot. It was one eighteen really, when I really went hot. to Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been to Palm Springs a few times. Never everybody's like, oh my god, Palm Springs is great. It's not that great. Um, I I may super fucking hot. New Orleans is one where a lot of people have been disappointed and I never have. Well, you've gone on the right Somehow, magical day every single time. I go on a magical you were there day once when it was hot it. and it was miserable. It was miserable, but I still, I had too many memories of it being good. Sure. That I was still like, oh, I'm in New Orleans. Like, I don't know why, but I love it so much. I have so many Spring good- or fall. Spring or fall is great in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, summer, no, is a no-no. Summer, no. Um, I've definitely been in fall. It's probably my favorite time, like around October-ish. Right. Um, and I have a lot of like life changing, amazing memories there. Yeah. So I love it. And everyone's like, Ugh. even when it's dirty and smells like puke, I love it. Yeah. 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 
A little bit about me. Just That's li- just a little bit about me and my likes, you. my likes and dislikes. Uh, let's let's learn a little bit about our sponsors, shall we? We shall. Because they are paying for this whole shit to be on the air. First and foremost, I'm talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. They are cheap sponsor. Um, top of the show, you hear them in in the music. Uh, they're, they're doing the, the show for, for all of 2018. We're super stoked about it. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee that's, uh, that, that means they just make it right in front of you. They bag that shit and then ship it out two days later. It's fresh. They got a bunch of amazing blends, just black and caffeinated as fuck, my jam. But the Coffee Club of the Month is the one that you need to be involved in. Uh, use the one-time promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Join that because they just ship it to your house. Um, same date every month. Uh, never disappoints. and You never have to leave. It's about $4 cheaper than Costco. Big, big fan. Uh, and they're veteran-owned. So support BlackRifleCoffee.com. And uh, it's still cold, but you know I'm, wearing, I'm rocking their apparel. This is my favorite tea they have, by the way, for the Me video too. for the video audience. Um, Very bespoke. Yeah, love Black Rifle. I'm wearing their fucking hoodie, their shirt, hat. I'm 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 living the fucking Black Rifle dream right now. Uh, <laughs> go to their site, Cheeky Out, and uh, you doing a little Chrissy from um, yeah Three's Company. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy, they get the they get the big boxes too, man. Check this shit Ooh, out. Ooh, do we just get that? Yeah, just got that. Grapey, um, this grippy. Is, uh, this is a 40-pack, dude. Is that grape? Boom. Nice, nice, Make nice. America grape again. Uh, I got a 40-pack. They got these 10-packs, these these little guys. Um, try Fucking just try it out. It's great. Uh, everybody's using it. And uh, it's, it's it, I want to say, like close to 600 7-Elevens now. So it's going to become like a massive thing and that then it's right. going to be all over with because um, then they'll be corporate, probably be bought out and then they're not going to do this type of content anymore. But in the meantime, get on the train. We got him. Get on the train and uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. <laughs> Type in the promo code revolution for 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world and they got four flavors, uh, original grape, orange and lemon. Delicious delightful get it and that 20 percent off uh promo code for revolution at strikeforceenergy.com is is good all the time every single use uh next up we got straightrazors.com there that's it a is clean cut oh that's a real clean cut minimal amounts of blood i uh i wrote a straight razor scene in the new book oh uh, out of inspiration of straightrazors.com and uh it is it is in the sequel to A Night She Cries. Dedicated while he to. Steve. So the big guy here, boom, I'm going to put it up in a camera for the video audience. Um, the sequel's, we can now say it. The sequel's coming out August 14th. Ooh, we got a date. We got a date. We got a date. So for uh, everybody who's amped and has been hitting me up, I knew it was this summer. I didn't know what date. It is It is dropping August 14th. That is when lives will be changed. When darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. Should we do another release party at Real? I'd love to, actually. Invite um, all the peeps if you're close. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll try to work something out. Let you know, out, guys. Um, we'll do something. Depending upon the dates, yes. Get everybody over here. For sure, for sure. Uh, it'd be great to do a live show, too. It'd be 
No, now Fantasia. Now you're getting crazy. Uh, no, why not? Why not do it all? All right. Um, but there's a scene in there that is uh, inspired by straightrazors.com. So I'm super, I'm super amped about it. Uh, it's a crazy one. Audiobook is done. That's recorded. Um, we got some of the best voices in the business, and uh, yeah, I, one of the one of the gentlemen from the office is is in it in the straight razor scene in the book. So, yeah. uh, straightrazors.com's got the finest razors in the biz. Um, they also got aftershave, cologne, everything you need to be a fucking real man. This is literally the best male products I've ever had in, in use and i use them every single day go to straightrazors.com type in the promo code revolution for 20 percent off it's great for uh father's day gift bro gift um it doesn't get any better than that kit and that 20 percent off at straightrazors.com really gets you a lot of savings last but not least we get the caillou app um ooh. Ooh, that's k-a-y-u uh caillou is doing it right doing it tight tonight. doing it all night yeah Really, really doing it at the Caillou app. It's K-A-Y-U. It's available now on iPhone and, uh, and Androids. It's, uh, it's up and at them. It's free. No strings attached. And again, I've said this numerous times, and I'll say it again, with Facebook potentially going down in flames, um, there, people are looking for different social media outlets. This one combines travel, lodging, friendships, hookups, the whole shit. And uh, you can actually see the people, and they have a rating whether or not it was fun to hang out with them. And, uh, you guys, should I find a friend there? Maybe. Maybe try. Is try that going to gonna be up. where we find Jesse a best a, friend? A bestie, yeah. Yeah. Could. Could. There's so many people online that like say they'll be my best friends, but they don't live here. I know. And they know. seem rad. And I'm like, uh, girl. Yeah. They, but they don't live here. Yeah. Download the Caillou app, kids, and, uh, and tell them Ross sent you. It's free. It's fucking free. Let me know how it is. I shit. I, I downloaded it myself. We downloaded it, started perusing it. Obviously, we're not in the market for uh No, but new I friends. can find a friend. Maybe you could. Maybe you could. You can find a, a best guy friend. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Same wouldn't with me. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, you yeah. could find like a best girlfriend. Yeah, to, like, just, just a little lady. You're just, just little lady. besties. Yeah, just a little lady. No attraction whatsoever. Totally innocent. Just get along amazing. Wouldn't have all the same. On looks. Have all the same interests. Yeah. It'd be great, right? Somebody just to hang out, watch football with. Oh, chill. You would love it, <laughs> and I would. I would allow that actually. Just a, a like one. Just for football. Just for football and and no. and bas- well, but basketball. Well, basketball. Football is four nights a week, by the way. So. Well, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. So we're looking at Thursday night, the Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Um, and where would this be? Saturday's college football. Here, or do you guys go out to a? It would depend. That's what it's whatever friends decide. You know how yeah, friendships w- work. She's crazy, right? Whatever she's into. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Not uh, attracted at all, but like, gosh, we just really love all the same things. Yeah. Huh? So it would be a Thursday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday type of deal, and um, right, just you and her. Yeah, just chilling. Just chilling, just watching, watching the game. Watching football, yeah. She loves it. Yeah. Yet she's super feminine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Which is like hard to find. Uh, really hard to find. I know. I know. Like it. a girl that's actually a girl. Yeah. But that really is into sports. I know. Ugh. I know. Maybe I could find it on the Caillou app. So, meh. You probably could. I'll take a peeksies. I'll yeah. take a perusies at it. Yeah. Um, speaking of social media and, uh, and Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg testifying before Senate uh, yesterday and today is probably the greatest thing of all time. There's nothing like seeing the actual guy from Silicon Valley do... Oh, like the weirdness of him too? Oh my like, God. 
It, it reminded me of when I was watching it, um, the Senate hearing. I, I, I turned into part of it. It was so awkward that I had to turn it off. I was like, I can't. Like the way that he I, I watched talked. about 10 minutes of it. He was exactly like Richard Hendricks mm-hmm. from uh, the, the lead Super character in Silicon smart, Valley. But just socially. It was just like. Retarded. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Just sipping his water very politely and giving answers that, uh, I mean, it was so awkward and his eye movements and everything. It was like, holy fuck. <laughs> Keep breathing in. <laughs> they, there, was, there was two <laughs> pictures yesterday that were circulating online afterwards that really stood out that I was like, oh my God. One was Zuckerberg surrounded by the media. Because what you don't realize is when you testify in front of Senate, there's like a, a press gallery right there. And they are fucking on top of you. I mean, they're, they're like three feet away. And it's just cameras trained on you mm-hmm. and it this shot of of him from behind with a hundred media members around him two feet away from his face as he's doing all this shit was very telling where you were just like oh boy that that was probably his worst nightmare uh, yeah. of all time secondly I, I, he's a tiny man mm-hmm. um very like thin yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly like the guy from silicon valley mm-hmm. like five they said he was five seven i don't know but they, he had a, a cushion that was on top of the other cushion. So oh, oh, it looked oh. like somebody had taken a couch cushion out of theirs and then put it on top of his chair so he could somebody sit a little you, higher. Somebody sent you that picture. It's on Drinking Bros or something. They're like, Ross, talk about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Who it and, was, I, and I but, told them. I was like, that's actually on, on tomorrow's show. That's but, crazy. Um, and Because I had seen that, that photo circulating yeah, yeah. as well. Everybody, it's become a meme. And it was just like, oh, shit. And then the questioning started. And uh, the first guy, can, and like, here's the fucked up thing about Congress, which these Senate meetings to me that are out in the open, it's almost like a public humiliation type of thing. I don't, I don't genuinely think that any of them want the real answers. They either want to come off as smart or witty, um, or they want to bury somebody for their own political aspirations right. on both sides of the aisle. Right. I'm not saying Republican or Democrat because it's because it's both. But um, uh, occasionally you'll get a couple of these guys who are asking questions that are great. Where you're just like, oh, all right, fuck. This is that was really clever, and it was an interesting way to look at Facebook. And one of the, the line of questioning was. Uh, he goes, hey, Mark, how are you? You know, he's like, great. Uh, thanks for being here today. I appreciate it. And he goes, uh, what hotel did you stay at last night? Mark Zuckerberg was like, um, I don't want to. And he's like, you probably don't want to talk about it, right? And he was like, no, 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 I don't. Yeah, I don't want to tell people where I stayed last night. He's like, ah, no worries. What, what, what restaurant did you eat at last night? Where'd you, where'd you go in town? What, like, what restaurant were you at? And he was like, I, I, don't, I don't see how this is relevant. And he goes, oh, because it's too personal? And, and he was like, well, well, yeah. And he goes, great, because that's, that's kind of what you're doing at Facebook. You're taking everything about people and their lives and selling it to someone else. Where you stayed, where you ate, where you, everything personal about your life that you were uncomfortable with, mm-hmm. me asking you in these questions, you just gave all that, you sold that information to another firm so they could learn about all of the people on your sites and where they're eating, living, and every single thing about their lives. So you, do you understand what privacy is? And I mean, that was, I was like, oh. That oh, was God. question one. Yeah. And then, uh, then you had people like Ted Cruz who came up. Um, Ted, Ted Cruz. God. Ted Cruz. 
one is a dirt bag. I don't really think he believes in all the shit he believes in. But two, he is smart. Like, even though I don't like Ted Cruz, uh, he's a smart guy and he's kind of witty. Like his Twitter account, sometimes like he'll go after people and it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of witty. And uh, he also doesn't give a fuck what people say about him. No. Which makes him like even more dangerous. But which Not is, dangerous, which but, is like, strange crazy. to me because he's running for reelection this year. And it's like. One would think he would pull it back in a little bit, but uh, he didn't give a fuck. So he went after it, Zuckerberg, from like a like a right perspective of like a conservative pers- yeah, yeah. perspective of why are you banning so many conservative websites? Well, I'm not. Have you ever not hired anybody for for being conservative or whatever? And he goes, No. You know, Mark Zuckerberg's like, No, we don't hire anybody based on political beliefs. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Great. How about? And he named this chick specific name, whoever this was. Mark Zuckerberg just stopped and was like, ah, uh, I, I can't tell you why we fired her. And he was like, why not? Mark Zuckerberg was like, well, uh, well, uh, it was, it was, it was a personal reason. And, and it, and it had nothing to, to do with politics. And he was just like, oh boy. Um, Cause we know that Twitter and Facebook are shadow banning people for yeah. their political beliefs and all of that and shit. It's happened to a lot of our friends that yeah. have, there's no way. Conservative so, views, and, and yeah. he, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, to his credit, was just like, look, I understand that everybody in Silicon Valley is left, very left. And he goes, we try to, to do otherwise. And it's like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when Evan and Matt were up there at Facebook, uh, somebody was being reprimanded for, they walked in on a meeting where somebody was being reprimanded for having a gun on one of their shirts, or it said the word rifle or something on, mm-hmm. on one of their shirts. And was just like, boy. Um, after watching this little charade, nothing's going to change at all. Um, but they're, they're talking about maybe putting a paywall up for, for Facebook, where, where if you want to keep your information private, you pay a fee. And it's like, dude, we're, once you start paying fees and shit like that towards these sites, you're, I mean, you're already paying for advertising just to try to get things out to, to people. Like, can we just be done with Facebook and move on? Can somebody just start a new platform? Just in chronological order. No advertising. No hiding shit from people. Like, just the best content wins. And we'll see what happens from there. Like, that would be great. I'm, I'm done with it. You know? Right. I got the email. Did you get the email of uh, 87 million people had taken your shit? I did, but I told you I don't have my correct email on right. Facebook so that I don't get any. Me personally, updates. it's like, all right, great. Can we just have a new social media platform? Like yeah. something needs to start up all over again. And then you can steal my information in another five years. I don't really care. But with Facebook now, it's just like, fuck, man. Uh, what I did find interesting is I also got an email from Google last night. Mm-hmm. And Google said, hey, we've modified our account settings for privacy. Would you go through and, and, and do these? Would you like to check them? If not, you can click no. And I was like, eh, yes, I want to I see what your privacy things were. Did you have to put anything in, password or? Yeah, my, well, my username and password was already in. It was for uh, like a Gmail account because okay. uh, you have to have a Gmail account for YouTube. Um, our video shows go up on YouTube. And I was like, yeah, I'll take a look at it just to mm-hmm. see what you're grabbing from me. They were, those motherfuckers were getting everything. Yeah. My, my location. Mm-hmm. So I had to turn the location off. Um, uh, videos, all of my video history of YouTube that I'd ever looked up. Every Google search I've ever used was being tracked and recorded. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. Um, 
you know, because you hit like delete on things and you're like, oh, I can clear my browser. And that way Google's not going to follow me or right. wrong. Yeah, you um, got to watch out for those cookies. Fuck. <laughs> what are cookies? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just another way to steal not your information. cookies to you, Jesse. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't. Oh, okay. I, I always see it too. And I'm like, I'm not the, the most tech know. savvy guy. I don't know what cookies means. I know it's like a plug-in and it's like it steals your information and we're tracking sure. you as you go on about your day sure. in the internet. And um, uh, I went through, I had to check off, it was like t- 10 things where it was like, what the fuck, bro? Uh, your calendar, your, like they, they knew everything about me, mm-hmm. essentially, that I didn't know before this had happened to Facebook. And I'm assuming it was a preemptive strike for Google t- to do this. Because they're next, and let's face right. it, Twitter's probably next after that. Where it's like, all right, guys, what are we, what are we really stealing from me? Because, because Twitter's got a thing now where if you watch a video, you have to click it and say, do you agree to give Twitter your information about the the following things, your whatever? And it's like, uh, I guess I just want to watch this ten minute or ten second video about a dude stuffing a frog in his mouth, but. Yeah, I mean, whatever, if that's going to yeah. get me to, to watching the video faster. So God knows what the fuck they're taking from us. Right. But uh, this that Google but everyone thing. Everyone does it, though. Everyone. Everyone. Like Netflix, you were saying, like, oh, what's next? Like, Netflix. Like, Netflix did this, um, Netflix. like, competition to find, like, the best, like, pers- like algorithm. Right. So they gave all of your information to a bunch of young, like, coders, and they all, like, came up with the best like algorithm right. that they use now. But first all that information was given to a bunch of people. Do you know what I mean? Like- sure. And, and, but, but I will say this, here's why Netflix isn't getting buried like the rest of these companies for, for these privacy issues. Right. And that, that system of what, what you watch in your demographic has been in place for 60 years with the Nielsen ratings. Right. So essentially so that's not a bad thing. No. So essentially it's just the Nielsen ratings. Now, do they have more than more information than the Nielsen ratings? do? Yes. Cause they can tell you they're. I mean, they're, they're tracking what time you stopped in a movie. Yeah. And also it is still, it's your age and where you live and your, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and I don't basic thing. I don't necessarily mind that. I don't like me personally. I don't like algorithms for anything. Just because they've never gotten it right, mm-hmm. I feel Netflix has been maybe the maybe the closest. But there's still shit that I search for, and I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't know that was on Netflix. Why didn't that just pop up? Right. So I don't like algorithms for whatever reason. They never get mine right, and I think my likeness of uh, like pop culture things between music and television and movies is so scattered all over the place that I don't. I don't know how you could really peg that down. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if, like if it was music, let's say a music station was tracking me, uh, like a music site was tracking me, for example, like Spotify or something like that. I, I don't know that they would be able to get it right. Although that that's time capsule time thing. Time has gotten it right. Time capsule got it right. Pandora for me sometimes will be like, oh my gosh, you're reading my mind. Um, sometimes they won't, but yeah. um, I like the algorithm aspect of it to try and find things that I might like. Yeah. Not that they've ever gotten it. You know, they don't have to get it right every time. I just like the, tr- I like the effort. Ah, you like <laughs> that the effort. I don't have to put in. You applaud it. You applaud the effort. I, I laud it. Yeah. I laud it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Taking off the A. You're lauded. That? That's yeah. a word. It is. It is. To be lauded. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're lauded for your. Yep. Nah, I love all of it. 
Love all of it. But um, I, for me, they, they just don't get the fucking algorithms right. So They get sometimes right. Uh, good enough. But but I can do that on my own. I don't. You and I are so different in this. This I'm, is I'm the good ongoing on that. Yeah. debate well, I, again, of like, I don't care what's out there unless I murder someone. Right. And I want to get away with it. And I don't want my Google searches out there. And I don't want whatever. I don't mind if you try and sell me stuff based on things I've bought before. I really don't. Hey. Again, I may like it. I may not. But I laud the effort. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> you applaud the effort. You applaud the effort. I don't think laud goes in that sense That is something right I there. will look up. Um, I, uh, I want to talk about this Andre Ingram story last night. Um, that was amazing to me. I, I got, it was one of those rare moments where I got, I got caught up um, in a moment where I was just like, genuinely happy for a stranger to the point of tears where I was just like, Oh my God, this is the most amazing thing of all time. Guy named Andrea Ingram who plays in the D league, the development league for the Lakers uh, played in the development league for 10 years to, to put it in perspective uh, what the D league is. It's a lot like the minor leagues for baseball. Uh, It's shitty. You play in arenas that typically no one cares about. Maybe there's a couple hundred people tops uh, you're on a bus every single night going from city to city to city. The money's not great. You have to have another job in the off season to support it, but it's kind of your only way to make it to the NBA if you're going to make it. Um, or you could live overseas and play for Lithuania or China and hope that your stats are good enough and somebody finds you. What do they there. always do? Ita- Italian. Italy, yeah. right? Yeah, Italy. Uh, Italy's a big one in China. Right? Yeah. They're going to play. Italy, China, Lithuania. There's a, Look, there's a lot of oh. them that are big uh, over in Europe. Europe basketball is huge. Um, you play in Europe, though, in China, you're playing in front of big crowds. You play in the D-League here, you're playing in front of 30 people. And uh, But your NBA scouts are here. They're in America. They're watching you play. And they can track your development more easily. Because you know what the competition's like. Most of it was former college guys. You know the competition's going to be good. This guy, Brandon, or uh, Andre Ingram, was, uh, was there for 10 years. 10 fucking years doing this. And then he was a, a part-time physics teacher on the side. Two games left in the Lakers season. He gets called up. They're, they're videotaping it. Magic Johnson greets him. I mean, the guy's happier than life. Amazing nights. Yeah. Uh, they showed this before the game. The game starts. They put him in the game. And uh, I mean, the whole place goes bug fuck, Staples Center, home crowd, Lakers game. You're putting on the Lakers jersey. Oh. And even that moment was good enough. And if you see the guy, he looks like a physics teacher. He doesn't look like an NBA basketball player. He's got, he's got gray hair, 32. And he did not look like the other players out there. That moment alone, when Staples Center gave him a standing ovation, was enough for me that it was just like, whatever he did, it didn't really matter at that point. But then, he fucking torched it. He hit four three-pointers in a row. Um, He ended up scoring 19 points, which was the second highest debut for a Laker in franchise history for, for somebody who's never played and gotten called up before. It was one of the most amazing, surreal things that I had seen. I ended up staying, and it was a late game. Uh, it started 10.30 here. Uh, I ended up staying up till, I don't know, 12.31, watching this guy and, and rooting for him, like hoping he would go back in the game. And he just kept bombing three-pointers. Oh, I and love it. it. Not only was it an amazing moment, 
But he was the player of the game. They interviewed him after the game about his experience, and he was just like, I can't believe it. This is a once-in-a-lifetime moment for me. Uh, he goes back into the locker room. The coach gives him the game ball, and I just... I cry over that Sitting stuff. on the couch. I, yeah, I teared up. I broke moment, down. When you've been working that hard, Man. you actually get to witness somebody's... Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like you get a promotion at work, and it's like, yeah. that's awesome. But like when you get to witness a moment that we all can um, rally you know, relate around to yeah. and like want yeah. in different ways in our lives, but to see it like actually play out and work out and like, you know, someone be lauded. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, like that I cry. I mean, that's even that's like, amazing. you know, if they're in a parade that they've like tried really hard for anything, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. anything that yeah. you've worked super hard for and you get to see that one moment. Tears. Incredible. Incredible. So w- watching that last night was totally unexpected. And I was just like, oh, shit. Because I thought I was like, I'll, I'll flip it on and just watch the beginning. I just want to see him go into the game. Like, you know? Yeah. And God, uh, if it didn't work out. I know. Like if he would have went oh. like 0-0 oh, oh for 12 or didn't have any points. Yeah. Instead, just, it was like, the didn't. opposite. And he was bombing three pointers that were like way outside the yard, like Steph Curry style. And it was just like, holy shit. So now there's one game left in the year. They're going to play him. And I hope he crushes. Oh. So that way he can get a, a contract and make the team next year. Because I, I, stories of people working that hard and being rewarded for it um, are few and far between. And it's like, man, I, I love rooting for people like that. I don't know anything about this guy. And then I heard his story. And then all of a sudden I was like, shit, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. go, go for it. Um, and they interviewed Reggie Miller after the game, who's a, a Hall of Famer, one of the all-time greats. Um, he was calling the broadcast and they were like, uh, Reggie, would you have made it? W- would you have done it in the, in the D league? Let's say you hadn't made the NBA or, or gotten drafted. Would you've gone through the hell that he, this guy had gone through? And he goes, no, no, because I'm going to be honest. I would have taken my college education, maybe given it four or five years tops tops, and then gotten a job like a normal person and, and moved on with my life. Cause I, I would have said that dream is dead. And, um, uh, this guy didn't, and it's, a, it's an incredible story. I, literally, I hope the next game is televised um, just so I can watch it yeah. t- take place. Get, watch this guy one more time. And I hope he fucking lights it up. It would be awesome to see. I love that shit. I know. Same. Same. You know what else I love, Jabes? Uh, Mariah Carey's craziness. Do you? I love it so much. It's too much I've never not me. loved it. It's she came much. out as bipolar today. Oh, really? Yeah. Why was that was, a why was enough were there not enough people paying attention to her yeah, that was, day? That that wasn't too shocking to me for some reason. No. Um <laughs> No. You? No, and also like the uh the weight gain had to be from some kind of medication. And I didn't know if it was I thought it was pills. I would have I, I would have so said like, it is yeah. pills, but it's obviously But like the fun kind. I would have yeah, I would have said I definitely said thought like, it hey. was fun, eating, not giving a shit. Yeah. But it's definitely from her bipolar medication yeah, I'm yeah, sure. yeah yeah because that and shit's do you rough. come out as bipolar uh are you born bipolar i mean it's just like is that a thing you come out with do you need to tell people or i think so um i remember uh catherine zeta jones mm-hmm. came out as bipolar as well and it's you know if you've got these fucking weird moods and all this shit's going it's on at some point yeah of like all right cool She's bipolar, so at least maybe you don't seem like an asshole. Right. Um, that still does not excuse the uh, bodyguard for trying to sue her for sexual harassment. 
Because again, if she's bipolar, that's going to be even a, a, a better time for you. Like, what the? That fucking guy um, can get fucked. But uh, when I heard the news, I was like, oh, all right, cool. Why at 47 she decided to come out and do it? I don't know. But that's she got- also kind of like um, Ricky Martin coming out as gay. You're like, we know. We knew. Yeah. We, knew. we know, girl. We know. We know you're crazy. It's just what type of crazy? Oh, okay. Thank you for giving us the name. Yeah. Doesn't change at all how crazy I think. And then are. she got the lap band surgery. So she's, she's thin now. And uh, mm, new year, thinner, new her. Yeah. Yeah. No, she looks dr- drastically different. Um, mm. she, was, she, was getting, she was getting up there for a little bit. Sure. But uh, now she's, look, she's 47. Lap band surgery. Jeez. Bipolar, That's old as shit. Perfect, no, rich, <laughs> rich, perfect recipe for for young. somebody out there to to come swooping in. You know, she does have a young boyfriend. White or black? Uh, he looks Latino. Huh. Okay. Taka Tanaka. You guys know what I'm talking she, about. Did you just call him Taco? Tanaka. Tanaka. That's whatever. Uh, that's his name. You guys know. That's a Japanese. You guys name. know what I'm talking about. Tanaka is a Japanese name. I think it's his last. She calls him his last. By his last name, something Taka 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 Naga 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 Not gonna work here anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I don't know. I I don't I don't know what her fucking story is. They she's got what two kids with with Nick Cannon. Mm -hmm. Twins. Twins. Um, walking into twins to a whole stitch like that. Tanaka, yeah, Brian Tanaka, you fucking asshole. Brian Tanaka. Mm -hmm. Is he is he what Japanese then? Oh yeah, I think he's like. That's what I said. Tanaka is a, a Japanese name. You're right. Sorry. But he's one of those. He's, Jesse, you he's can't just start lumping Asian. all the races together because he's they're the brown. He's the kind of Asian that like you can't really tell. Almost like a light Filipino. Well, Brian is not a, a, definitely not a traditional Asian name. Um, although we'd like it Tanaka to be. Tanaka is, I guess, right? Tanaka, yeah. 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 So, I, yeah. I, you know what I want to write? He's sp- of some kind of descent. But you know how I feel about the Asians. Asian descent. Love them. Oof. Yeah, love them. Big fan. Big, I, every time I get sick, I have their hot and sour soup. You do. I, I love it. Uh, I, although I was disappointed with that fortune cookie the other night. What did it say? Don't, s- don't spit in the wind. Don't spit into the wind. Yeah. What the fuck, bro? Like, let's, if you're going to, if you're going to write fortune, that it, was expect, really if you're going to lo- be a low if, level. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to write fortunes, come out strong. Like, know that this is probably going to change a lot of people's lives. And everybody's waiting oh. for that fortune and be like, all right, fuck. Yes. Maybe something awesome will happen to myself or I'm going to find the love of my life or whatever that's going to be. Don't give me a fortune that says, don't, don't spit in the wind. Don't spit into the wind. What the fuck is that? Into the wind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesse's, Jesse's sharpening up her Asian accent because she's playing... One of the Asians in uh, super racist. Yeah, yeah, you're playing Samantha Davis, and I and, am. Um, yeah, I dumb. am working on the R's and the L's. If you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, you got real good at it, though. Mm. Uh, we did. We did record. Uh, we are finished recording the audiobook as well. It's recorded. Um, bunch of actors came in and uh, might have even had an Oscar winner for Harriet Tubman. Not gonna say who. Um, we, we signed an NDA with everybody that just said we wouldn't say who they were um, because the book is yeah. extremely aggressive. If that says anything about the book, that these people were like, you can't say. Or you can't use our name. Who yeah. I am. And if you recognize it, we can go, meh. Yeah. You know, like if you say, oh, is that whatever, I can say, 
Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Ah! Wink. Yep. Yep. But that's about it. Yeah. And then I was trying to think if that had happened to me before. And it, the answer is yes, by the way. It happened to me on another project, and I'm not allowed to say which one, um, but it was Mary J. Blige. Um, who did, oh, who like did. I had a guy. She did a song or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had a, I just needed a scream in the background of this song, like a repetitive scream, but it was like a, like a more of like a, a chorus, like a black chorus-y mm-hmm. voice. And um, the, the, the guy I was working with recording some other music um, had worked with Mary J. Blige and happened to be in the studio on the same day and we had a bet on something and he was like well if you're right on this i'll get mary to sing that thing you're looking for and i was like fuck off let's bet and so we did it and uh so she was like yeah i'm I'm warming up um you know you can't use it for anything and you know promote it or put my name on it or all that shit and i was like oh no 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 no." um because that project was pretty aggressive but uh yeah sure it's uh it was um well yeah i know yeah, yeah. You did it. That's what I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, of, course of course it was. Of course, of course. Would you wouldn't dare do anything controversial or Well, um, yeah, but risky. But, I, but a lot of people who watch like 50k and a call girl are just like, "Holy shit. I I don't know how you were able to switch gears that hard and do something totally different." Mm. Um so, yeah, we we have gotten a lot of people who've seen that movie, you know, cuz we're both in it and who are just like, "Dude, this is not at all yeah. Anything that I was expecting, I was like, yeah, I can I can switch it pretty easily, but I just prefer to write aggressive comedy because I I enjoy it. But with when yeah, you, know, you fooled me with that. You were like, oh, I thought like these were the kind of movies that you were gonna make. You fooled me with uh, Fifty Cent and Cargo. Yeah. Oh, I, that's look, my jam. Like the dramatic, more like I, I so I will realistic. say that I, I will say this because we've never chatted about this. I don't think, and people on air don't know. If that movie was extremely successful, I love those kind of movies too. You would continue to do that. I would have done more. I would have, if I would have had my druthers, my dream, I would split it up and go one and one, one and one, go one serious kind of cool or or like a thriller or something like that, and then just a, a hardcore comedy. But that movie, out of all of them, didn't do well at all. Yeah, at all. Um, critically, I, probably the 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 best critic critical movie I've been in or been a part of or whatever and uh everybody who's seen that movie is like holy shit that changed my life um but it's uh you know you've got it that's a movie you learn quickly that you if you do movies like that it's got to get in the festival circuit has to and if you don't get in you were fucked and and that's it dramas aren't something that your most your 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 most uh avid movie watcher will sit down and watch that's probably last on the list. I would say, you know, comedies first or action movies first, comedy seconds, um, maybe animated underneath that. And then you have your, you know, dramatic movies, mm-hmm. um, let alone if you're an independent dramatic movie, because usually they're blow, blow hard fest where it's just like, you know, you're sucking somebody's dick, you're shooting bags in the wind or, you know. The classic hand out the window. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Independent yeah, yeah, yeah. shot. Um, yeah. The one who did the best job of making fun of that whole independent film circuit was a, a movie called The Comedy by uh, the guys so who did. Um, good. Um, it's Eric and um, Tim and Eric. Yeah. Tim and Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Tim, right? Both. Both were in it. Both were in it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't at the very opening of the movie, you see a guy's dick and balls and, oh. uh, and a, a guy in his underwear. And that was, yeah, 
So they're both in it. And that's, if you want to see what, what I'm talking about of like all the things like independent film things that like will get you into the festivals, which is like, yeah, something surprising, some kind of nudity, some kind of weird, like unexpected death. Um, crazy weird shots that you need the hand out the window. So a girl right. or guy, whoever's like the main person, has to have a moment where they're just looking out the window and right. contemplating the world, and for a really long time. Yeah, not a long, not many cuts in that. Just no. a real long no. window shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But, but lots the, of long shots, like not oh yeah. a lot of cuts, a lot of wides. That's a huge one. A lot yeah. of wide shots, but uh, it, it is an uphill battle. And I tell friends of mine all the time who are just like, oh, I've got this great script. It's a drama. It's an independent. I'm like, oh, good night, sweet yep. Charlotte's. Um, yeah. Easiest ones if you're yeah, look indie, if you're making indie films, horror films, uh, fucking the, the ones that are making the richest are Christian movies. Oh my God. They're dominating. I saw that. I saw one of them. Yeah, you saw one. I saw one with, with your a friend. With your buddies, yeah. How was because it? How was the movie? The what was the name of it? Listen, it was it was called I Can Only Imagine. Okay. And I guess it's a based on a true story and of it's this like Christian band destroying the box office right now. It's good, man. Like it's, if it's you're... up to seventy eight million in the box office, which for an independent film with zero marketing, it's it's amazing. It's really crazy. The the book the the movie is. Oh no, it's crazy how well it's doing. But oh, if boy. you're yeah. if you're Christian religious, like it is in your face. I mean, it is definitely a a PSA for that. Okay. But um the kid's good. I mean, Dennis Quaid, um Oh, that's the one with Dennis Quaid. Yeah, okay. Did he, I he saw had him, a stroke, right? I saw him doing a movie. I don't know. I think I, he I, had I a think secret stroke. Or a heart attack. How how old well, is how old is Dennis Quaid these days? He's oh got to be in his sixties, right? Definitely. Yeah. And but I, he looks awesome. Still looks great. He's always looked still awesome. looks great. Always been jacked. Um, yeah. But I thought he had a heart attack. Wouldn't do. Um, this. I haven't seen him act in a movie in a while. Exactly. And when you do, it's kind of like so. He's sixty four. It you you sixty four. Okay. Yeah. When you do. He's shooting a big movie this fall. We'll we'll see then. So in this, either he's always had roles that are kind of a little off and he can kind of be, you know what I mean? Quirky, yeah. Almost like Michael J. Fox kind of thing. Oh, boy, James. Listen. Now you're just combining diseases? (laughs) No, I'm just saying like if you give him the right roles. Now, Michael J. Fox, best role that they could find for him was on Rescue Me. He was this like crazy guy in a wheelchair in a wheelchair right. that was like this hardcore like competitive yeah. crazy like would fight and shit. He like, won he a bunch of awesome. Emmys and shit like awesome. that. Yeah. So stuff like that where like the things that I've seen him in, he's been kind of either like a drunkard or like a real old man or something where they like have him his movements really weird and his like the way he talks weird. So in this one, same thing, drunk, made him a lot older than he is, and um, I don't know. Have I just not noticed that Dennis Quaid speaks weirdly and like out of the side of his mouth and walks a little strange? I don't know. But I, that's I, my... I'll have to see I him. think maybe he's had some kind of secret stroke of some kind. Gotcha. Although he's doing great, you could just kind of tell that something happened. 
Um, well, Let me I know I, if you guys know. But I'll, I don't I'll know. say this: the, the the project that he's attached to that's supposed to shoot in the fall is uh, the Ronald Reagan biopic, and I think he's playing Reagan. Perfect. So, I, look, that's a big lead showy role. So yeah. if if there is something wrong with him, you'll definitely be able to see it in that um, if it moves forward. Yeah, but, and I could be totally wrong. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. So, anyways, um, so this movie was. Uh, it was good, but no way showy. There was no famous people besides him. Um, well, that's the formula. You get, you get one you famous get one, guy. And, and then, then very Christian heavy. But I didn't hate it. It was definitely washable. Right. Like the, the formula of those movies is very good by the sure. book. It moves along exactly how you want it to. And it was, it's fun. All right. Well, just saying. Just saying. Seventy-eight million in the box office. Uh, let's get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. We shall. This one's a sad one. Oh. Uh, this is going out to Mitzi Short. Um, she was the founder of the Comedy Store. Uh, she passed the away. Mother of comedy. Yeah. Yes, she passed away oh. uh, yesterday, and um, Dang, she's also really? the mom of uh, Polly Shore. Uh, she died in L.A. after she had this. Uh, like unknown neurological disorder for years. Uh, people knew that it, that it was going to happen and she was in hospice. And uh, I heard Monday he actually took her over. She wanted to go to the comedy store one last time. No. So they took her, yeah, to see the comedy store one last time and she built that place. And uh, I mean, for those of you who don't know uh, how big the comedy store is in LA, that is that was the Oldsman. I mean, you're talking of uh, Robin Williams started there, Richard Pryor, Letterman, Leno, Jim Carrey, Chris Rock, Arsenio, Roseanne, Louis. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Um, everybody's Louis been Rogan, there. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, it's I've, still the premiere. So. The place. And when I moved to L.A., I performed there a couple of times and uh, she never I didn't get to talk to her. Uh, she was kind of this mystical figure, mm -hmm. but like she gave me like a nod when I came off of like, you did good, you know, oh, and wow. you were like, oh shit. Um, you definitely knew who she was. Everyone knew who she was. And uh, she was always cool and, and fair, according to every other comic who would play there on a regular basis. I only did it a few times. Um, honest, I think was the idea of just like, listen, here's what you oh, gotta yeah. do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's so what not, you gotta do. I, it was strange because it wasn't your ideal, like not ideal, but your, what were you picturing in your mind of like most comedy club owners where it's just like, it's usually some fucking pissed off dirt bag or, you know, mm -hmm. uh, are you bringing in the people? Yeah. All right, kid, exactly. get out of yep. here. That's exactly yeah, what it is. Where comedy. <laughs> she was more concerned with the talent and, you know, yes, there was still bringer shows and you still had to bring people and all that stupid shit. But if she saw something in you, she didn't care. She would, she would give you like. Yes. Yes. So like, you know, I, I got to go back a couple of times and it was great. Cause if you, if you look, if you, if you're shitty, you just don't get to go back. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was, I, 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 I look, it's been so long since I've done stand up um, in that world that uh, I wasn't, I was not aware that she was sick. Um, others, a lot of others, had known and said she was um so uh i this was a shocking story when i read it and i was like oh fuck um she was definitely man i mean that was uh, it's, it still is that like like you do the comedy store and you succeed like it's it's great and it's uh 
there's two rooms in there, but um, the, 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 the main one, uh, you never forget the first time you're in there where you're just like, all right, this is, this is what I saw on TV. This is what I thought it was like in Hollywood. It was one of those places that lived up to the hype of what you thought it was. Is that the OR or the main room? Uh, the is main it room. called the same? Okay. Yeah, the, the main room is. Um, the, the other one is like any other spot. But the main room itself is like, shit. When you walk into it, you, you, you get it. And you're, you know, you're like, all right, this is exactly what I thought on TV. And, uh, and you better bring your fucking A game. Because when you're on that stage, it's the way it's lit it's so bright. You really can't see the people out there. And, uh, if you fuck up and you get heckled or whatever, you, you're trying to find a voice where it's, are you, are you over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of squinting. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's that Hollywood picturesque thing that you see on TV where you're like, Oh man, this is not going to go well for the comedian. Um, that's that place. So, uh, it's great. And it's extremely sad. I don't know who takes over. Uh, I would, that, that's been a debate for a while of when she eventually passed because she was going to keep it. This was her life until she died. Does it go to Polly Shore now? I think it does. I think everything, I mean, it was just him and her. Yeah. So I, I think it does. So does. As far as like owning it, but he, you know, they've had other people managing that mm, are like. Gotcha. Basically, in her role for a long time, she hasn't been active in it. So, as far as like him being the Mitzi that finds people, right? No, yeah, but the you know, it'll- I, but to be fair, I don't know that there is those people that find people anymore. Where it's just like it's about social media and bringing the the crowds now. So I don't know. Uh, but if he does, I, look, best of luck to him. Um, I love him. His, I, I know you do. His story's been public. Uh, for a while now that he's struggling with something. I, I don't know what, what the fuck it is. Disease wise or something? Or mental disorder. Some, something is fucked up. And uh, there was been a couple people commenting about it of like, hey, he's got this really sad, dark story. And I'm just like, and they were like, you should have him on the podcast. And I was like, eh, if he's in town, I will. I um, would love to. And he does do comedy here, actually. Yeah. So if he is around the area we will but i don't know what's going on but apparently he's been super honest and open about it in documentaries and interviews and i'm like shit i, I feel it's, bad i almost a, feel bad making fun about him because i don't i don't know what it is so yeah no we're not making fun of it like you can see it in like Polly shore stands alone and like the documentaries that he's making himself editing himself doing everything they're really good they're an, they're on um, amazon and different places like that but he kind of goes into all the mitzi stuff all of his stuff it's nothing really other than like depression and and things that you could understand like how big he was he was everything oh yeah Uh, he was that dude for like a good almost 10 years yeah and then to just go to where he is now because of like a couple really bad business decisions essentially and needing to like go back take care of his mom and he loves being that guy and he's yeah. open about being yeah, like yeah, yeah. I loved being that big and that famous and it sucks for me now on the way down yeah to not be this way and I'm just being really honest that I get fucking depressed yeah and like it sucks and you're like okay like I wish people would say that like because my god yeah. wouldn't it well you, you know pissed. we talked about a last show about Joaquin Phoenix which is the exact opposite it's it's a guy trying to run away from fame where it's just like again 
you get into this business knowing you're going to be famous and all of that shit. Right. Y- yeah. Polly Shore loved like it. Poly yeah. Shore. I love I'd it. Love it. And I, it's not, unfortunately. Well, he's just so. not quite good enough. And people got tired of his shit and he saturated the market and he made some bad. In my opinion, I, though, I, again, uh, this, I, I differ with a lot of Hollywood people on this a lot where I think if you create one shtick or iconic character or brand, you should be happy with that the rest of your life and not run from it because you're lucky to get he wasn't one thing. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. But there's a, there is a million other people on TV shows now, currently, friends that I've had who hate the role they play or hate that people come up and... and and talk about their characters or, you know, love one character and all that stuff where it's like, you should be so lucky to have so that. So lucky. You should talk to Polly Shore because he's still doing the weasel on stage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He loves it. He wants to still be doing it. For those people who are like, I need to quit because I'm just like, I'm not fulfilled. Right. With like, like creatively. It's right, like, right. how much are you making? Yeah, What's your off. study job? Yeah. What's your apartment in New York? But it's just like, I feel like there's something else out there for me. Guess what? Once you quit that job, it's there's fucking nothing over. else. Yeah, nothing else out there. There's nothing, nothing else out, out there. Um, so I forget whether I said it on this show or that other interview I did uh, the other day, but uh, somebody asked me about making the St. James books into a, right. a movie or a TV show. I would love for it to be an HBO series with The Night She Cries. It's five season. The second book picks up where the last one left off, all that shit. I'd love for it to be five seasons. If I got to make it the way I wanted to and I walked away and that series was awesome and everybody called me St. James Street James the rest of my fucking life. Love it. I'd be good with that. Not pissed. I will go a step further and say I would get it tattooed on me. That's how proud I would be that I created at least one lasting character that will live with people for a long time and be super fucking stoked about it yeah our motto is uh stay on brand yeah stay on brand stay on brand sit don't mess with me yeah <laughs> if you were supposed to do drama you would have been doing drama drama girl sorry you were meant to be you would have been doing yeah yeah Who, what voice is that i don't know but i Being like it super racist yeah. this uh show uh, i don't know what voice it is i like it though we'll have to put it All in the right. next audiobook okay okay for jesse wiseman aka the jables i am ross patterson this is the revolution good night everyone uh, good night